sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you got a question for us, email us at thelastpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Perfect. Perfect. Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying a new thing. This is the new this is the first time we're doing it on opposite coasts. It's very, uh, it's so weird. You know, I know it's like the technology is here and we're doing it. it. I can see you. It's not like you're, it's just weird not to have, I don't know. There's just something about being in the room with someone. I know that like technology is making everyone so, it's so much easier to be closer to people now. Mm-hmm. But I just, uh, it's it's just goddamn different. It's different. It's uh, like, I just don't have the presence of Jackie. I know I miss your aura. <laughs> I miss your heat. <laughs> miss your smell, boy. Yeah, I miss him. I want your musk on my musk. <laughs> so how well, are That's okay. We're still doing we're it. We're still doing it, man. How are things out in LA? Everything is uh you know, it's great. Everything's good. I'm glad <laughs> I believe to be you. Back. I so believe you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I went I, as you know everybody's listening knows I went out to New York for a couple of weeks actually it was supposed to be for a couple of days and then I kept moving my plane ticket because uh I didn't want to leave mm-hmm. which is sad and scary uh, but you know it's understandable you do what you do it's very understandable yes you know when you're you know you come back immediately hanging out with your friends everything's great but it's just not my real life anymore so then um but between New York and coming back to L.A., I went to Florida to visit my family. So, you know, being at home, you know, it makes you want to be literally anywhere but there. <laughs> so L.A. is actually great now. I'm just like, as long as I'm not there, then everything is wonderful. Uh, I get it. I get it, especially uh, now going home with a uh, newly engaged brother. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, you know, everyone has seen, uh, I think, on the Instagrams and on the posts that my wonderful brother and his wonderful Natalie are getting married. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I really sincerely could not be any happier for them. It's fantastic. I love We're, them. Uh, every single one of us are, are ecstatically happy for them. They're fucking great. I just, I, could, I couldn't be happier. I really do feel like I'm gaining another sister, which is really wonderful. Yeah. I, as someone that has had another sibling in the past... Marry someone that you're just like, don't, don't do it. No, no, no. Uh, this is actually a breath of fucking fresh air. <laughs> so that's exciting. But um, what that inevitably uh, brings when you go home and you're recently single at 30 mm-hmm. is mommy saying, oh, you have to get married now. <laughs> When are you getting married? Oh my God, you, you're going to be single forever. Oh. What are you doing? Are you taking care of this? Are you dating anyone? Oh my God, you're never going to get married. <laughs> he was your one shot oh. to get married. Oh God. It's rough. That's really um, rough. That's awful. I think that uh, uh, hopefully there's enough people out there. I think a lot of people have been in this situation before. I have never been in this situation before of like going home single. Mm-hmm. This is my first time really going home single. And uh, damn, everyone's right. <laughs> They're right about it. It's crazy. Have you ever experienced this before? Yeah. I mean, I've gone home single like plenty of times. And uh, my my family, because it's different because I'm a guy, you know, like you don't, mm. you still get that kind of pressure. But I know women get that pressure a lot more from their family. Uh, I've not 
when I go home single, it's just hanging out. Like it, it might be like, oh, are you dating anyone? Like it would have been like, yeah, maybe kind of, sort of, not really. Uh, but now, now we are getting it from all sides. Like, is, yeah. well, is, especially when they love your significant other. Of course, yeah. they're just like, are you getting married? Are you getting married? No, she's already a part of the family. You know, Carolina is yeah. already a part of the family. Uh, so now, and especially because we're going home, like. Four weddings, like, and specifically four family weddings where Oof. it is. And, you know, she's getting to know the entire family and the entire family loves her. Uh, so it is definitely coming from now. It, it's not just coming from mom and dad. It's coming from aunts and uncles and grandma <laughs> and cousins. And and I've got a big family. Like, I've got just like I've got like 13 cousins. No, 14 cousins. Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a really big family. Uh, and so coming from those, that many sides, it could be a little bit overwhelming, but you know, we, we deflect it quite nicely. Yeah. I mean, that's a, do you have like standard answers at this point? Yeah. No, it's great. Like all you just got to do is like, yeah, someday, you know? And then they go like, oh, and you're like, and then, and that's it. it. Honestly, I think all they want is just like a fucking free trip to New York, not a free trip to New York, but I think they all just want an excuse to come to New York. And it's like, you know what? My, our decisions to like marry someone forever. There's a lot more that goes into that than just whether you want to go to New York or not. So I mean, you can fuck. just come to New York whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. Come on up. Yeah, chill. You can you can come on up. We'll take you out. It'll be fucking great. Uh, but yeah, we're getting. But it's it's fun pressure. You know, like that's like that's that's totally almost welcome pressure. Like it, it feels good uh, for everyone to like be into them enough where they're like, yeah, you guys should get married. Like that's good. But yeah. your pressure sounds awful. You know, it's more of, it's like, it just makes me feel like, um, like my impending death. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where it's just like a constant reminder. You're getting older. You're getting older. I'm like, yeah, I know. By the second, I'm getting older. And I was like, well, you know, and then she's like looking up statistics of like oh. how easy it is for me to not only get married, but then to have children and how I have to have children by the age of 36. And I was like, there's modern science now, mom. <laughs> if I decide to have a child. There's all kinds of science that I can shoot the goop up inside of me. <laughs> She's like, well, you know, but then there's higher chances of the. I know, mentally handicapped. I get it. I know, I know, I know. Because my eggs are all old and withered now. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely terrible. So, Jackie, you dating anybody? Oh, my God. Are you asking me? Are you asking me? Because that's the thing. Is that, like, what my mom doesn't realize is, like, you don't want to know the answer of what's happening in my life. You don't want to know. You don't want to know anything about it. It's easier that way. Yeah. No, she does not know. She does not need to know Jackie's casual dating habits. No. No. (laughs) This is coming from the woman that, like, had to give me the talk because she thought that, uh, she really thinks that Doug is the only person I've ever kissed or slept with. So when I first broke up, she was just like, you know, men have different desires. I was like, no, not talking about it. I'm not talking about weird kinks with you, mother. Thank you very much. We do not have that relationship. I won't do it. 
I know they have different desires. <laughs> I know every man is different. And then it's just the whole, and then now it's also, but it's like talking about my needs and mm. are my needs being met. <laughs> we didn't talk about this when I was in a relationship. I don't want to talk about it now. We've never had that. That is terrible. That sounds fucking horrific. We were at uh we were at a Publix and we were checking out and uh the the bag person was bagging up our groceries. I had a sh- like, I had like a kind of low cut shirt on, but I also had my phone in my pocket and like on the shirt. So my shirt it was like a button up shirt. It was like hanging down real low. My tits were definitely out too much. Mm-hmm. And he's staring at them, <laughs> which is fine. They were out, you know, I, you know, but I, I think that he was a little slow and he just, he was laughing as he was looking at my tits and then he dropped the groceries and then my mom went, you know, she's single. <laughs> mom, not only, I mean, please. And then she told me, she's like, maybe you need to lower your standards. <laughs> I was like, mom, you don't know how low my fucking standards are. <laughs> If you knew anything about me, I need to hire my standards. (laughs) So what do you do, Marcus? What do I do? What do I tell her? How do I do it? Man, I I think you're kind of stuck in a a bit of a mother here. Mm -hmm. Because you can't just tell her to stop because she's not going to stop. No. No, That's not that's not going to that is not going to. slow down at all i mean it it just i guess it just seems like it might be one of those things that you just have to deal with because you know with with our parents like shit like that like i I think with our parents there are some things that you just have to deal with those kind of small things there are larger things in our relationships with our parents that have to be dealt with have to be talked about have to be worked out uh but your parents getting on your ass about getting married and all that type of shit sometimes that just has to be a part of the relationship. Like sometimes with your parents, you just have to accept things that are a part of hanging out with them. A part of talking to them on the phone. You just kind of have to go like, yeah, no, I'm not dating anybody right now. Yeah, I'm looking. And then you change the subject. Immediately change the subject. That that is the best part about having a wedding to plan Mm -hmm. in the family. Cause then I just switch it to the way, but then it's the, well, who are you going to bring? You can't be alone. You can't be alone at a wedding. I was like, I'll find, I got enough be I'll find somebody to bring. <laughs> yeah, well, bring, yeah. And you got plenty. You got plenty to I, choose from. You know I who can you find somebody to bring. Bring Kevin. It'll be fine. That It's going to be as if he's not going to be invited to the wedding already. But, you know, that's <laughs> fine. I'll find somebody. I'll find, oh. I'll find some creature on the street. <laughs> Oh, you got to bring someone who's not already invited? I mean, right? Isn't that the thing? Or do you no bring idea. someone that's invited? I, I have no clue. Marcus, we have so many friends getting married this year. Yeah. Th- that's It's really crazy. Yeah. it's We're we're in that time, man. We're, we're all kind of like in the so many, early to mid-30s. So many people go through this time so much younger. 
than we do. Like, I never had the, like, mid-20s when it's, like, everybody's getting married. Like, I didn't know anyone. This is my first year where good friends of mine are getting married. This is, uh, I, I had one friend, or no, two friends in uh, my 20s get married. One of them worked out. They're still together. They, like, run a pharmacy together. They're doing fucking great. They moved back home. Uh, the other friend, that one didn't work out. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, this is uh, kind of new for me as well. Like, all my like friends getting married because a lot of us like we our 20s we spent uh working and partying yeah 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 yeah, 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 we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> none of us were in any shape to get married you know oh. we just don't, weren't we just weren't living that lifestyle you know like uh, we we weren't we weren't ready to give up that lifestyle we were all wild you know uh and there's nothing wrong with like not getting married in in your 20s and there's nothing wrong with getting married in your 20s it right. just i i think it just for a lot of people it all depends on when exactly you want to settle down well and then none that's of us what I were get... ready for a long time no it gets me that's what gets me thinking where it's like if i had gotten married younger if doug and i decided to get married it's like would we still be together yeah you know it's like like would you try harder because you did it and because it's it because it's not a failure when a marriage ends it's just it's the parting of ways it's just but then what like would it would it does it make a difference whether you know? whether you try harder or not yeah i think yeah. so yeah because i mean some people you know when they get married they get married uh and some people go through years of bad times uh before they're able to grow both grow to a point uh where they can reconnect again because, yeah. you know, when you, especially when you get married early, like, you know, people that I do know that got married early, uh, they uh, throughout their uh, life, you know, during your 20s and your early 30s and all that, like people grow, you change. Like I changed more in my 20s than I think I did in high school, you know, or in college, you know, post college, I changed more without a doubt. Uh, and like, you know, the girl I was with in college um, probably wouldn't be with the guy that I am now. You know, and I wouldn't be with that girl, you know, with, uh, you know, being the guy that I am now if I was single. Uh, I wouldn't go after her in the first place. Um, right. But I think a lot of people when you're in a marriage like I, I think either or a very long term relationship, I think you have the option to either grow together or grow apart. And I think some people you can't help but grow apart. It just happens. Yeah. You know, it's not something that uh, anybody really plans, and it's not really for lack of trying. It's just, you know, people live different lives. You know, people live separate lives. I, I think, I think that's like an important part of a relationship is to have separate lives and to have uh, independent things. You know, and to be independent. At least for me, that's important for me in a relationship uh, is for both of us to have independence. Uh, but you know, the problem with that is that sometimes you know you grow outside of uh the relationship through n nobody's fault uh and it just happens and you just kind of have to deal with it and i think sometimes when people are married uh they grow apart and then they try to fix it to grow back together again you know to try to bring those lives back together but you know sometimes i think some people just look at it and say this isn't worth it and that's when it ends you know, and yeah. you say they just think like this isn't, you know, we're we're not going to be able to come back together. You know, the gulf is too wide. You know, the things that we want in the future are different because I think in order for a couple to grow back together again, you have to both have the same goal. 
Like you can't just grow back together by going in two separate directions. You have to have, you know, shared goals. You have to have shared things that you want to reach later on in your life. Uh, and if you don't have that, I mean, I think, I think that's when marriages end. I think that's when things just don't, that's when things just don't work out. You know, when you want two different things. And I've had a relationship uh, in because of that, you know, because we were still getting along just fine, you know, and we still loved each other. But our lives were going in two directions that were not, um, that could not be reconciled. You know, they, they could not have worked together. We wanted two very different things. Uh, and so, uh, so it ended, you know, and I remained friends with that woman. Uh, so I think it's, I mean, it's possible for it to amicably end after things just don't necessarily work out, but you know, there's gotta be kind of a buffer period there. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's always gotta be a bit of a buffer, uh, before mm-hmm. you can kind of come back, uh, again, but it might've, if y'all were married, yeah, it might've gone differently. Uh, it might've come back, but on the other hand, I'd, I don't know if it would've. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if, if, I don't know if it would've come back because it's all about can those you, goals. Um, can you call my mom and tell her that? That would be great. Because <laughs> if you thinking that she ain't asking me to get back together with Doug, you are wrong. I, she is. I am not going to be the buffer between you and your mother. Get in there. Come on. She'll listen to you. She's great. I, I'd still, I, I, the quilt she made me is, you know, prominently displayed in my home. Um... I think it's about where it ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I'm sure she'll bring it up at the wedding. I'm Don't sure. worry. And I'm sure she'll bring it. I'm sure she'll bring it up to me. Marcus, it looks like you're getting ready to get married. What's wrong with Jackie? Why isn't she? Why, don't <laughs> why you, is she alone forever? Why don't you help out Jackie? Why don't you give Jackie some advice? It kind of seems like this is almost your fault a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh man, would she be good at it? Oh, she will pin. Oh, she pins it. She pins it. She pins it. She pins it. <laughs> Whose fault is it? It's everyone's fault. We all share the blame. I'm unlovable. No, you're the most lovable person I know. I'm unlovable, <laughs> Marcus. I'm unlovable. I got walls around my heart. <laughs> well, you want to get into some letters? Let's fucking rip it. All right, so what are we going to call this person? Because it is a gender-neutral name. Ooh, uh, dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> call them bills. Bills. <laughs> Hi, guys. I am a new listener, but I have spammed my brain with your episodes for the last, like, three weeks, and I've been trying to get the confidence to email you guys. I have a partner who I've been with for four years, and I love her to pieces. She's an amazing human being and is literally the light of my life. She suffers from dysthymia, anxiety, and OCD. She's currently taking medication and working on it, but she has good days and terrible days. Recently, because of her medication, we've been having a hard time having sex. She gets embarrassed because she takes longer to get off and eventually just ends up stressing herself out to the point where we stop. She kind of just shuts down. She has this huge sense of embarrassment, and no matter what I say to her, it doesn't seem to help. I've dealt with anxiety and depression myself, but never to the extent that she feels. But it started to pile up into self-hatred, and I want to be the most supportive partner I can be. If you guys have any advice, I'd greatly appreciate it. I know you both have been open with your struggles with anxiety and medications, and I am so thankful for that. Sincerely, Dalla Dalla Bills, yo. 
personally, I have had experiences with this, you know, with taking medication that um, delays getting off. Takes fucking forever. It's so, it's extremely frustrating. Uh, and yeah, it is, uh, it is embarrassing. You know, like it, it can definitely be embarrassing. Even if the person you're with like says like, I don't care. I'm just here for you. Um, it, it's, you believe them, but it's hard to um, get rid of that weird shame. You know, it's uh, like, there's all kinds of weird shame involved in it. Like you, you think it's like, well, like, are they going to feel bad because of it? Like, you know, are, am I, um, introducing a new problem into this relationship? Because really at the time, uh, when you're dealing with this shit, a lot of times you're dealing with anxiety already, you know, you're dealing with depression already. You're already dealing with other stuff on top of this. Uh, and it kind of becomes like another stressor. Uh, and one of the things, uh, that got kind of figured out, uh, is, and I know this might sound silly, um, but it's like the one thing we figured out is just have fun with it. Like, that's the thing, like by just have fun with it. I know that sounds stupid. Uh, but what we kind of said is like, we're just having fun. Like, that's all we're doing here is that we're just having fun. Like we're, this is sex. Sex is fun. Sex is supposed to be fun. You know, that's, you know, part of the reason why you do is because it's a super fun way to fucking spend 45 minutes or 20 minutes or five minutes. Like sex is just fun. And I think when you're constantly looking at the finish line, when you're constantly looking, it's like, all right, I have to get off or I have to get my part or I have to get my partner off. You know, if you're constantly looking towards that finish line, um, then you're not going to have fun. You know, it's like sex is, you know, supposed to be about the journey. I think, you know, it's not necessarily about just race. Sometimes it's about racing to the finish line, depending on how much time you have. But for the most part, like actual, like real sex, like when you're like really getting into fucking, you know, like we're going to fuck for a while. We're going to have a good time with it. Like make it a good time, make it fun. Take the, uh, take all the pressure out of it, you know, that I think will help a little bit, at the very least, it can give you a place to stop, I'm not saying it's an end-all be-all, and I'm not saying that it's definitely going to work or anything like that, but it's a good place to start, you know. I definitely, I, on the opposite end of that, I had, um, I dated this guy for a little while that was also on medication that he was unable to come, it just took so long, but he that's exactly what we did as well where it was like i decided that i was like how about you don't even worry about me coming because then it was just also it's like well i'm just gonna make you come over and over and over again because because i can't do it and i was like it's all good dude i have had lots of sex where i don't come lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of sex where i don't come but the thing is that exactly what you said it's like but it still feels great yeah it's still fun and you're still laughing and it's like even if it's like a romantic, romantic times, like I'm not thinking about coming just because I've had so much sex where I haven't. Mm -hmm. And that's what, so I would just like have these nights where it'd be like, okay, neither one of us are coming tonight. How about that? And then it's like a fun <laughs> game of like, just then, because then it's just like, because then you laugh yeah. and then you're just like going through and it's like trying all these different things and you're like, oh, no, 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 no,
and then it brings just like at least some of the fun back. The problem with why our short relationship ended is that he wanted to get off of the medication because he couldn't come. No. And I was like, no, that is not that's not an option for you from me. Yeah. And if that's and then he ended up getting off the medication and I was like, no, but I would I would so much rather. You know, it's like it's like us figure it out and work on it than for you to get off the medication. It's not worth it. No, it's absolutely not worth it. No, it's it's definitely not worth it. It's if your medication is working for you uh, and this just happens to be a side effect, it's something you got to deal with. You know, unfortunately, you know, if you have mental illness and you have to take medication, life's a little harder. Life's a little more difficult. Yeah. There's, it's that's something that you have to accept. Uh, it's something that uh, is not going to go away. You know, it's something like if you have you know certain chronic mental illnesses, uh, which it sounds like your girlfriend does. You know, like these things are going to be a part of life. It's going to be a fact of life that you just have to figure out how to deal with it and how to make peace with it. You may never be happy with it. You know, you may never have, uh, you know, I still to this day, um, you know, still think, man, like, what would it have been like? You know, what would life have been like if I didn't have to deal with this? What would today be like? What would yesterday be like? What would tomorrow be like if I didn't have to deal with mental illness like if that was just something that I didn't have if I didn't have to make brain space for that if I didn't have to go to therapy every Monday and you know work on it afterwards you know if I didn't have to take medication every single night you know if I didn't have to do all this shit what what would it be but I always stop myself just short of getting pissed off about it because I used to get so pissed off about it I used to get so angry uh, that I had to deal with this shit. Um, especially when, you know, I was dealing with, uh, this, like just not coming, just not, or it taking fucking forever, like taking so long. Uh, like that was one of the moments, you know, when I got like angry, like why the fuck do I have to deal with this and getting angry and getting stressed out, of course, made it worse. You know, it made it the whole thing. Like it turned sex into a fucking ordeal. Uh, when sex should never be an ordeal. It should always be fun and it should always be something that you're doing because you want to do it. Now, was it something that you also, like, that, like, you can't masturbate fast either, though? No. Like, it's, I mean, I could still, well, that's also one of the things that kind of, that we just had to do. Is it like, all right, coming during sex, that's not happening. That's just not going to happen. So, you know, and this is something that your girlfriend could also try dollar yeah. dollar bills, just getting herself off, you know? Yeah. Cause that's what I had to do. And it was, it became like just another part of sex. Like that was like, we're like kind of at the end. It's like, all right, you good. You ready? And then we'd finish. Um, yeah. and you know, there's, which also is fun in and of itself. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. Well, that's it's still thing. fun. Like it's still super fun, and like, and there, it was a whole. It's a whole different thing where uh, it's there's all kinds of different ways that you can experiment with that. You know, it's a new avenue, and, and I believe that masturbation is an underrated avenue of sex. You know. Oh man, I think I think it I think it should be definitely included. Yeah. And if that's something that your girlfriend is into dollar dollar bills, or just if there's a certain toy, like have you tried all the toys? Mm-hmm. Have you tried because everyone's like also there's just kind of things where it's just like there it goes. Woo! <laughs> I didn't even know that could happen. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. 
because then it's all it's like if it's something that she can um experiment with herself before having you know, like before intercourse kind of thing so that she gets more comfortable with it then the anxiety won't be there as much because it's something that's like okay well i know this works mm-hmm. or you do it but, afterwards do it before yeah. do it afterwards do it anytime you know like you can yeah. do it in the middle do whatever like it, it's yeah do it in the middle uh you can do anything you want that's the great thing about sex is that like there's that's the great thing and that's the kind of infuriating thing about it sometimes uh is that it's so wide there's so many different things that you can do uh and sometimes your own thing or your partner's thing can be kind of narrow uh it can be it's kind of something that you have to look for a little bit but there's a lot of places you can go uh before you find that spot and oh yeah that's you know that's the fun of it that's the journey of it uh and i think you guys are just gonna have to explore a little bit more open it up you know yeah see, yeah op- open it up uh and see what all you can do and you know. get some role playing in there you know you never you know maybe maybe if Maybe if she's able to separate herself from who she is mm. in her brain, if she's role playing as someone else, maybe that's something that she that can help I because think, then it's not her. I think that's very good advice. I think that's Thank something you. to try. Yeah, yeah, because that's definitely something that like I mean I'm definitely into that kind of stuff where it's like if it's not me, it's not I don't have to deal with my anger, I don't have to deal with my anxiety. It's nothing. It's just it's a fa- it's a character. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier hmm. to sometimes also to broaden your horizons because you know. Yeah, you got to separate yourself sometimes <laughs> <laughs> to be like, well, I'm trying this, but I'm not sure. And it's like, but it's not me doing it. It's Alice in Wonderland doing it. So it's fine. It's okay. I'm fine with it. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, no, maybe I'm not into this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> Alice okay. isn't either. No, no. We're both not into it. So, yeah, but yeah maybe you guys should try that, Dollar Dollar Bills. Yeah. Let's uh, try it out and uh, let us know how it goes. That's yeah, all we please got. Do. Yeah. And that's all we got time for this week. Uh, we still got plenty of letters to go. Thank y'all very much for uh, writing in. If you've got a letter for us, write into the last podcast network at gmail.com and we'll uh, get to you when we can. Hell yeah. Make noise. Be free. Fuck yeah. Fuck up. <laughs>